Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. Today we have a very cool setup. I'm feeling very special. I don't know where to look, I'll be honest. I know, but you know what? We're just sitting on the couch, two gals, talking about... Women in business. Talking about business, feeling very business attire. What are we doing tonight? So I'm really excited because this is the first year that I haven't been part of a huge corporate business. So usually we do these huge Christmas parties and this year I was a bit like, cool. Yeah, like what does one do when they don't have the Christmas party to attend? But my lovely girl Penny here was like... Let's do a Wibs party. Let's do an Apricorn party. Let's do a gals party. So yeah, we, have we, our, do, we celebrate the opening of an envelope. So absolutely. we thought, why not? We've got our gorgeous girls here that are coming into the next episode. So definitely stay tuned for the next episode because it's going to be amazing. But this episode, when we were coming up with what would the Wibs holiday special be? And we were like, <laughs> Unhinged. like well, we want to, you know what? Like we talk to each other a lot. What? Never. I never speak to you. <laughs> we have a lot of guests. You're a stranger to me. We have a lot of guests. We talk to each other. And we're like, you know what? Do you know who we don't talk to enough? You guys. Yeah, true. And we were like, you know what? I actually want to know more about the people that are listening, the listeners, the people that we're speaking to, not just my mum and your mum, who we talk which to we all love, the time. And we love them. Our best listeners please ever. Keep, <laughs> please keep supporting us because <laughs> keep we, need the, we need the watch time. We need the downloads. <laughs> But you're right. I think when we were speaking about, okay, like, what do we want to do? Well, we want to hear from you guys, our audience, that we love and we adore and we are so grateful for you guys tuning in every week. It's been a year and a bit now, the Wibs, and we're so excited to be able to celebrate with you and for you to be part of our episode journey today. And the other inspiration for it was whenever Penny and I have a few drinks and we go out, we will make best friends with anybody that we find in the bathrooms and we'll talk to them about everything we'll be like oh, what's this and we said we started a podcast since we went in business and the stories that get shared during those moments are yeah. so special that we were like let's bring it to the podcast let's bring it and they're all anonymous we're not going to out anybody we've got a few voice notes we've got heaps of messages which i was quite surprised by because i was like mm. yeah but, to be honest some of your answers i was surprised by i was like hey guys they're a bit juicy some like, of the questions down, so please. i was like Oh, okay. This we is had, cool. We had to do a work asterisk because, you know, they got a bit spicy. They got a bit spicy. But that's okay. We're going to answer every single one. So let me bring out my phone, my handy-dandy subtle phone, as yeah. you can see. Now, what I want to start with is the question. So we put up a little poll box on our Instagram. And in our Instagram, we said you can ask anything you want, but it has to be anonymous. So, so the first question we got, which was a very interesting one, was how do you manage work and running a podcast? Oh, okay. That's a good question. I feel like sometimes we don't. That's the answer. Like it is, it actually is a lot of work and a bit of a struggle sometimes. And there'll be like those come to Jesus moments where you and I sit down on a phone call with our our podcast producer, Charlotte, and be like, okay, why didn't we do this this week? Why haven't we been able to hit our targets? Like, see, so yeah, it's a work in progress and we're trying to find balance with it all the time. Would you agree? Yeah, I think if we were being really introspective this year in particular, it's been such a busy year. Like, if you've heard our last podcast between Penny and I, we've changed careers. We've had huge milestones in our in our life happen and 
to do all of that with a new job, with juggling all of this, with juggling just your life. own business. But life for everyone at the moment is not easy with inflation mm. rates and everything going on. It's 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 not an easy world that we're in right now. And I'm not you know whatever. But the funny part is throughout all of this, the podcast is kind of like our Hail Mary. It's kind of like it's always that thing that levels us out. Yeah. So when you say how do you juggle work with a podcast, well, it's more just like our escape. Well, I'll speak for myself. But for me, it's kind of like when I get in that room, nothing else matters. Yeah. And it's just like you're in that room and you're chatting and you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And for me, that's the part that's really exciting. Yeah, I think it's something to be proud of as well. Like I think that a lot of times if you're working on things or working with people in a new career or whatever, a lot of stuff can feel outside of your control. And I think that being able to have a a thing that we do for work, but we also do for a creative outlet and also to be able to hang out with each other. I was hmm. talking about this with my husband the other day and we were saying, he's like, you know, what's like, what's the plan with WIDS moving forward? Like, where do you want to be? What do you want to do? I'm like, honestly, I'm like, it is an outlet more hmm. than more than anything else. So that's kind of how we do it and why we do it, I guess. Absolutely. And I think for this year in particular, given our lives and how chaotic they've been, it's been a huge outlet. But please stay tuned because next year, there are some incredible things coming up and I cannot wait for next year. I just will go into more detail when the time comes, but because we both feel fairly settled now in our careers, um, and, and you never really feel truly settled in your career, but we feel like we're not jumbling from place to place. It means that we can really focus on this and harness this mm -hmm. and actually give back. I think we do give back in our own way through the time. We put a lot of time into this podcast, yeah. but there's other ways that we can give back and the people that we've met within our network and with the community now, the WIDS community, to be able to collaborate and give people other opportunities by meeting each other and all of those networks, that's what's coming next year. So please, please, please stay a part of it. We're really thankful that you've kind of been with us throughout this whole journey. 100%. Okay. So that was a, that was a very work one. Can I just break this up for a second before we go into the next work one? Some of the ones that we, we we may not answer or answer up to you. Who was the last girl you texted? It was you. Yeah, it's, always, it's literally always you. <laughs> I don't even get that one. I was like, all right. Um, now, this is one that we got a few times and I'm not – this actually came up a few times and I don't know why. Um, but no judge because the <laughs> question was, are you judgmental? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean – Gorgeous for sending that in. I just want to know why. Like what about us? I'll be honest, I'm not judgmental on looks. I'm judgmental I'm judgmental on attitude and actions. I am. Yeah. So I don't I would never judge anybody on how they look or um on first looks. Absolutely not. But I will judge people on their actions and yeah, how I they agree treat people. That. So when people say, Are you judgmental? Absolutely I am at a point. Not when not how people look, absolutely not. I've never been that way. I've been brought up very differently in that way. My mum's mm. always been, even before it was cool, I was always told to never judge a book by its cover. But I do judge a book by their actions. So if I was to see somebody, say, be rude to a waiter or, you know, those, those, those moments yeah, red that flags. you see. I do have, like, one or two, like, extreme, like, red flags that I would be judgmental for. I feel like if someone is, like, incredibly, like, tight with money, I don't, like, you know what, though? I take that back. It's generosity. If pe someone isn't generous, I find that's, like, my ick. Oh, I people. think tight with money is, like, I remember... I could be outing, I don't know. I don't know the person, a friend of a friend of a friend. But I heard a story that they would get into cabs and we used to live out 
in the east, which isn't that far, but when we would catch maxi cabs, it would be about like, I don't know, 150 bucks or whatever mm. it was. Anyway, split between like 20 people. I don't even, I'm really bad at maths, but let's just say it was like 10 bucks each or whatever, or less than that. And they would be like consistently following up to the point of $2.50. So if they, if somebody owed them $2.50, they would be following up for weeks and months later being like, where is my $2.50? So that's a, that's in that situation. I'm like, I don't I don't know if it's a them problem, but maybe you need to reassess your friendship group because if you don't feel like you you can just shout somebody two fifty, maybe there's a something a communication yeah. um, channel that you need to. Or open maybe up they just can just be dead to you. There's an option. <laughs> Pick that one. I get that. I definitely get that. Actually, I, I actually heard a really good TikTok the other day, and Penny and I have both been out of the dating game for a while, but um, this is a great dating tip for anybody listening. It was um, when you go out with a guy and they ask you to split the bill, you just turn around you go, oh, oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I thought this was a date. Yeah. Do you want to be friends? Oh, sorry. I thought this was a date. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. We're friends. I, when I heard that, I was like, you absolute queen. Like that, I'm like, bow I know one down. woman who would love that. It's your mother. My mother. Yeah. yeah. I've been brought up. My, my, yeah, absolutely. That is exactly her style. Um, the other ones that we got was we got a few You're My Crush, which I'm assuming is the you, my darling Penny. And Hugh. We got a few. Idea, we got um, You Are a Homie. Thank Ooh. you. So this is a really good message that we got. It is, how do you tell your current workplace you're leaving for a different and better opportunity? I feel a weird sense of guilt. I love where I work, but I also know I need to move on and grow. Is it normal to feel guilty and nervous? You shouldn't feel guilty. I understand the idea of like when you're leaving a team behind you, you love. And I think we've actually both been in that position before in our lives, oh. like a few times. I think it's actually okay to feel a level of guilt, but you need to know that one, if they really care about you and they care about your happiness, they're going to want you to be able to progress and grow in your career. Mm. So whether or not you're working with them or not, good people will stay in your life no matter what. We found that example happen even as we left our previous roles you know mm. we still associate with all of the people that we had those tight knit connections with that really close team and I'm so grateful for that so I would say my advice to that person would be it's okay to feel guilty but knowing that if people have your back and your best interest at heart and they want the best for you they're not going to care I couldn't agree with that more as a ex-manager of a very tight knit team who we would we were what everyone says not to do but we would describe ourselves as a family right so we were so close that we were like, we're like a family, we're like a family. And um, throughout all of that, throughout the all of that, I had, if, if there was ever anybody that wanted to leave for any reason, the only thing I'd ask is communication. I don't care. If somebody wants to leave, that's so fair because there's only a certain level of career development that anyone can give an employee. Mm. That's not within our control. Sometimes it's, it's beyond our control we can give our employee for a career development. So to your point, Pen, absolutely. If you're in that position where you're like, oh, I don't know what to do, I feel guilty, absolutely not. This is if, – if you – if they love you as much as you love them, they're going to be so happy for you. Yeah. And I promise you that. And if they don't, then catch up. Okay. Oh, this is a juicy one. What's your opinion on office romances? No, don't do it, man. <laughs> don't do it. It's for your own benefit just to not do it. Don't cheat where you eat. Okay. I almost think 
if they are both single, and I'll be really clear by this because there's a lot of office romances that happen when people ain't single and those ones I don't agree with. And that's just my values, may not be everyone else's, you know, there's polygamy out there. But for me, <laughs> I believe if you're in a monogamous relationship and you're not, communication is my biggest thing and that's all I want to know about communication, right? So if they're two single people and say you're in a casual position, go for it. If if the career is something that you really want and it's something that you really want to go after, I'd say prioritize. That's all I'm going to say. Prioritize. Yeah. Well, the stakes are prioritize. raised if it's your full time career. Like, it's and different is it if last you know, for love? Like, do you just want a little quickie, or do you actually really like them? Like, if you, you know, been there at KFC, like it's your first job, you're 16 years old, and you yeah, have a long that's what I mean. With like, the fry cook, they're like, 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 sure, if so you're be 16 it. Sixteen and old mates looking at you, and you both check out at five o'clock. Go for a date, have some nuggies, but. If you're in a corporate career and your boss is hitting on you, then perhaps look at the whole perspective of life and be like, mm, this is a bit. So we actually got quite a few more. I can't go through all of them because we are running out of time. Um, yeah, out of these ones, we probably went through the juiciest. There are a few more there that we can save for another time. But I wanted to play some really awesome voice recordings that we got. So we got a couple of voice recordings. We've only got time for two. So the first one that we got was from Anonymous because we're not allowed to say anything, so I'm not going to. But this is the first voice recording we got. I'm going to pop it right next to the microphone. Hi, Whips. I'm week two into a new role with an amazing new company and just struggling a little bit with um, self-doubt and impatience with myself, learning new systems and processes. Um, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome, but yeah, would love some advice on how to navigate that negative self-talk and kind of ensure that it doesn't affect my performance or how I contribute to the team. Would love your advice. Thanks, guys. Sweetheart. That, yeah. Do you know what makes me like smile when, if you saw me smiling through it, it's because like I felt like that was my voice mm. when I felt like I felt, I felt like I was saying that out loud when I, whenever, I think when any, ever anybody starts a job, I don't know one person that's ever started a new role and is like, I got this. Yeah, I'm crushing it. I'm, I'm, this is exactly what I'm doing. So when I heard that, I was kind of like, I so get this. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah, it really resonates. That's so part of the new job, new hiring process. Like mm. there is going to be an element of adjustment and a period of feeling like you're a little bit out of your depth. But knowing that confidence and capability comes with time, that's sort of what you have to wait out for and, and you know, and sit and remember that. Absolutely. I agree. And to be honest, if you're in the right place, they're hiring you for your attitude, not for your skill set. 100%. Because skills can be taught. I be, I'm, I'm the biggest believer in skills can be taught. Like, And I'm not... I'm never going to, you know, downplay somebody's academic achievements because some people are able to accomplish things beyond anyone's beliefs, right, especially academically. But I do believe that skills can be taught. I believe attitude is incredibly hard to be taught. Behaviours maybe can be learned, but I don't think an attitude can be taught at this time. I think if you've got a good attitude and you're in there and you're, the fact that you're even leaving messages like this shows that you want improvement you're that type of person who wants to improve who can take that self-reflective like can sit back and go what can I do that's better mm. that is worth gold in any environment in any corporate environment or any work environment if you were to communicate with your manager or some or any anybody that you felt like you could get advice from if I was in your position right now and this is just talking from experience I'd be saying hey I am so hungry for this I want to know this so bad. Can you please teach me? 
I'm so keen because you can't argue with keen. Like when you're keen, you're sitting there, you're going, this is so, I'm so excited about this role, but I just feel like this is one part that I'm not, can you, can you please help me with that? It's that communication piece. If I was in that position, that's what I'd be going for. And I think that this is where we need to look for our confirmation biases. Like, okay, what do you look for in life? What are you seeking over and over again? If the feedback that you're seeking for yourself is that things go wrong, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, that's what you're going to find. Yeah. And I think that if you need an actual like a tangible example of things and feedback and things you've done right, I literally keep a list. I think we've spoken about this yeah. in the imposter syndrome episode before. It's like I keep a list of the things I've done well because when I have those moments of self-doubt, I actually need to go back and reflect and look at them to feel like I've actually know that I've been able to achieve. It's it's an expander tool. It's a, it's a opportunity for you to see what's possible for yourself because you've done it before. Spot on, spot on. Imposter syndrome. I feel like we could go on for seven years because it's such a juicy topic, and it's one that I wish I could shake out of every single person, mm. including myself. Yeah, and we're not. You're not alone. Um, we've got time for one more, which is. So this is one that we did get in a voice recording, but it's a bit too long. So we've summarized it and it is, I am 29 and I want to have kids soon. I feel like I'm in the panic years. Do I just keep operating at a comfortable level in my career and leave room to have kids? Or do I really challenge myself now and start a business and build something before I have kids? Yeah, that is, that's a tough one. It's an important question. I think that, look, we haven't had kids yet, but this is my perspective. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. You need to to do those things and fulfill your life, fulfill your career. Just because you have a kid doesn't mean that you're not able to go and achieve things. And I think that if you hold yourself back and you say, okay, I'm just going to live, you know, a smaller life because I'm waiting for something to happen. I just know that I wouldn't want to look back in 10 years at the time in my life to be like, I had to sacrifice parts of myself in order to be able to do this. Spot on, spot on, Penn. I think it's something that we all think about leading into those, those whether you're 29, mm. your 30s, and your 40s, it doesn't matter what age you're at. When you get to an age, I'd say post mid-20s when the biological clock is ticking and that's just, that's the reality of life. So as women, we're constantly thinking, are we going to have to choose this or that? Because it's something that's constantly on my mind and I'm quite an inquisitive person, when I get into conversations with mothers, it's so interesting because we don't have kids. But one thing I've learned is from stories and from speaking to other people, including our beautiful guest, Kat, who got who started who quit her job started a business and found out she was pregnant and is now got a thriving business and she's pregnant with baby number two which is so exciting but she was she and not just her all the incredible women that I've spoken to who are who are mothers and are still living their dream in career wise your life doesn't stop with kids and I, I think that's a rhetoric that we used to like back we, we've grown up with that for us it's like I don't know what it was, but as soon as you had kids, it was like, all right, grumpy mums and you let go of yourself and, you know, that all that, how it used to be. That was the storyline it used to be. It's not that way anymore. That's not the way it is and that's not the way anyone wants. People have realised that you can have kids, you can be a mum, you can be a career woman, you can you can be whatever you want. It doesn't, it does, it's not, it's not the same for everyone anymore and I think that's empowering for us as well. Yeah. Also alleviates a bit of stress. To answer that question, You've got to alleviate a little bit of that stress because, to your point, do what you want to do, power through, because you can't control anything. You can't control when you're going to have kids or if you're going to have kids either. And that's one thing that that's a really harsh truth that people don't know about until they start trying. 
So you don't know what's going to happen. So just control what you can control. And if that includes your career or that includes that, just, just go with the flow and just see what happens. Because yeah. if you keep putting too much pressure on yourself, something's going to fall and it's not, it's not going to be great. Yeah, I agree with that. And it, it's not a thing of like losing all hope. You know, there's an opportunity there there's for you to go. For everything. Yeah, it's like you just got to try and like be where you are right now. Don't yeah. try to future Don't be trip. eggs in one basket, kids or job. You can yeah. do both. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining our Ask Us Anything holiday special. We will be back next week with a spicy Never Have I Ever corporate edition. <laughs> so if you need some questions to ask Ines, office party, Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye.